0: For the authentic, spirit-filled, submitted to the Word of God, believer in Jesus out there, it is as important a time now as ever to remember this very important message. The message is this, the world will hate you when you speak the truth in love and live accordingly. I'm going to say it again. The world's going to hate us when we speak the truth in love and live in accordance with it. Jesus says this, If the world hates you, you know that it's hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love its own. But because you're not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Jesus talks to his disciples before he sends them out. And he says, Your brother will deliver up brother to death, father his child, and children will rise up against parents and cause them to be put to death. And you'll be hated by all on account of my name. But it is the one who is endured to the end that will be saved. The echo throughout the scriptures is that those that live in accordance with the word of God, who walk and live as Christ walked and lived, will be hated by this world. The world does not want to see people that don't live like them Jesus was killed, disciples were killed, people today are being martyred. People hate the truth of God's word, why? Well, my opinion is because the idea that we as people are depraved, wicked, wrong, sinful, unjust, hostile people, that just crushes our delicately high view of ourselves. In our eyes, we are right, we know everything, we are perfect, we are admirable. But The Bible paints a very different picture about who we are. And that picture is we are lost, sinful, wicked men and women that a holy and righteous Savior in His great love saved not because we were so worth saving because of who he was who he is not be, despite who we are the reality of our need our human need that reality of our human need of, for, for saving is a difficult pill to swallow for people that view themselves as saviors people that view themselves as saviors don't need one because they are one The true gospel as explained in the word of God. Not the social gospel, the prosperity gospel, the word of faith gospel, the wellness or health gospel, or the social justice gospel, or anything other than the biblical gospel can save a sinful person and restore them in their depraved condition, worthy of death. Eternally, no other gospel can take that person and and reconcile them to the Father except through faith in Christ alone and repentance from dead works. It is a miraculous thing. Nothing else can do it. Christ, the gospel contained therein to this word of God, nothing else can save. And Christian, believer, please hear me. We must not amalgamate the truth that saves with a falsehood that doesn't so we can make friends with the world that Jesus Christ says is going to hate us. We've got to love people enough to be hated by them to preach to teach to pray for their repentance any peace any human institution that we could create to reconcile or do anything will fall short of the gospel the gospel is it period the end and when we preach that the world's going to hate us because the world has the answers The world. Look, guys, I'm a historian by training. Look at the history of the world. Look, it's been jacked up for a long time with everybody and their brilliant ideas. Look at the world today. Turn the news on for four seconds. How reconciled are we? There is nothing that has lasting reconciliation to restore the hearts of man and woman to the Father and actually bring peace other than the gospel, the true gospel. Faith, repentance, obedience to the Word of God living a life that is uh, spent daily walking and pursuing, that is the life that we are called to. We can't change what God's word says to make friends where God says we won't have friends. We exist as human beings. I'm going to give you the meaning of life. You and I, our mission on this earth isn't to bring peace to it. It's to bring people to the feet of of the Savior that can bring peace to them when they have faith and repent. That's it, period, the end. Nothing else is going to do that. And we can create all kinds of solutions and solve all kinds of problems and pat ourselves on the back for what marvelous demigods we are at bringing about great things. Look, guys, we started Cornerstone because we wanted to give kids opportunities to have scholarships to come to school, you know, regardless if they can afford it or not. Oh, that's so great. That filled a need in this earth, but that didn't bring peace creating things is not bad it's good you should do it we got a student that graduated from Cornerstone, started schools in Liberia teaching people across the world inspiring them shout out Prince Jarbo but nothing no institution no policy or law can reconcile man to his to the God of the universe except faith in Jesus Christ and repentance from dead works period the end I don't care if you've been dipped, dunked, ate this thing, that is is nothing. That is an amalgamation of the gospel that is repulsive. The world is a difficult place. Jesus even says, do you not believe? Behold an hour is coming and already has come for you to be scattered, each to his own home and to leave me alone. Yet I'm not alone because the Father is with me. These things I've spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you have tribulation, but take courage of I have overcome the world. In me, Jesus says you will have peace. Gotta, to bring peace, we must bring people to Jesus. In this world you will have tribulation, but take heart. I've overcome the world. I love that. Take heart. I've overcome the world. It's amazing. Jesus says this world will be difficult but he's won he's the winner he's the victor christian why why would we placate to the losing team why would we grovel to the losing team the losing team is humanity by the way Why do we look for the approval in the backpats, in the the worship of us and people to bow to us and people, I want people to respect me and think highly. We are the losing team. Why would we placate to them? Why are we trying to please people that need to be brought to the feet of the Savior? It's hard times. This world's a difficult place. It always will be. If we believe the word of God, this world will always be a difficult place. That doesn't mean that we don't do what we can do to bring about godly righteousness in our institutions, and in our communities, and in our streets or schools, whatever the case might be. But we really have to focus our effort on creating disciples and creating people that are followers of Christ in a fallen world that have the courage to speak the truth in love, in this fallen world, regardless of the world falling down around them, regardless as if people mock them or scorn them. Guys, I, I get kids coming to my office all the time. And I'm working with them on uh, somebody's said something mean to them or they bullied them or they all these kind of things. And and, and and my heart breaks. My heart literally, I mean, I get wrecked when I hear mean things happening. But I also know this world is going to be way more brutal to these people when they get out into the real thing. You know this to be true. So our job, we don't just want to say, hey, let's make the most best environment possible. We do that. But but we have to approach young men, young women, old men, old women with the reality that this world's going to be rough. How do we get people into a position to grow grow? and develop, and strengthen so they have the courage, the mental, emotional, and spiritual strength to go out into it and not be affected by what Jesus Christ says is coming. That they can actually love people enough to speak courageously and and to, to, to actually bring them into the community of God, to have reconciliation with the Father. Don't we want our young people that, imagine this, Someday, people say to them, "Hey, yeah, yeah, they 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 say all kind of mean, nasty things about them." And they say, "Mom, Dad, somebody said these things about me. I really, I feel sorry for them. They must really be hurting inside, and they really need Jesus. Can we pray for them?" That kid is untouchable. The disciples that Jesus said this was going to happen to were untouchable. Because they bowed their knee to the creator, not to the creation. And we need that message today and every day for our kids to see us as adults living that way. We can say it, but we got to live it, people. There's no shortcuts. By God's grace, through his spirit, he can equip us to do so. But it takes community too. It takes you, me, and all of us around saying, hey, We're in this thing. We're committed to this. We need to encourage one another. The criticism, the backbiting, the whatever, we got to cut it out and get up with the program. This world needs God and you have it. We have the solution. It's the gospel. We have the solution. The world needs it nothing else this is the greatest need and we need a community to just be encouraging daily we have ups and downs we gotta be there to pick each other up so we can walk on together we're not called to bow to or befriend the world we're called to love people enough to tell them the truth so God can transform their hearts and minds period the end it is as important now as ever to remember the world's going to hate us but we have to love it enough to tell them the truth to bring them to the gospel so that the God of the universe can have reconciliation with people he desperately, desperately loves God's heart is broken by sin but Christ's body was also broken for you and for me Now is the time. If you have not, come to faith. Come to Christ. It's the only thing that can bring peace to your heart, to bring peace to the God that created you. I pray that would be you. And if you know that peace, I pray that you would pray for and be broken for those that don't know that peace. If we can help you or love you or serve you or encourage you in any way, please reach out. We love you guys. What an amazing time to be alive. and What an amazing gift we've been given to share, not hold to ourselves, to share.